Good morning and thank you for staying tuned to 2CBD FM, your local community radio station here in Gleninus and Deepwater. My name's David and we're joined this morning by Margot Davis, who is the Economic Development Manager from Gleninus 7 Council. And now I can take a breath. Good morning, Margot. <laughs> it's, it's a long title. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> Margot, we've, uh, we've spoken a few times recently and, of course, if you uh, have missed those conversations, you can find them on our website. Uh, but, Margot, as, as you know, because you were there, uh, we've spoken a few times recently about some exciting stuff that's coming up in uh, economic development policy at council Uh, and I understand you've been doing a fair bit of community consultation in that respect? Yes absolutely Um, we had two rounds of consultation with the community um, and out of that um, we presented the final economic development strategy and action plan uh, at the March council meeting and that was adopted by council so now we're into delivery Exciting stuff. We're into the. I mean, you know, no, no offense, count, uh, no offense, Margot, because I'm sure you spent lots and lots of time on it. But the paperwork side of things, for most people and myself included, probably isn't the most exciting part of the whole process. Um, so, which leads me into asking you, what's coming up next? Now, I've seen some uh, some chatter around on on social media because I'm very Gen Z and into social media, <laughs> as, as you know. Um, something called the Grow Gleninus Think Tank. Yes, well, I'm hoping this will be uh, less dull than the, you know, several-page strategy that that I wrote. Um, But, yeah, this one um, really is an extension of that community consultation that I initiated um, with that strategy and action plan. Um, It's an opportunity for uh, people in the community uh, or even people considering moving to the community, actually, um, to participate um, in the think tank. And what it's there to do really is to sort of draw on the experience, ideas and and education of people in our community to help us deliver the actions out of the plan. Okay. Well, that all sounds really interesting. Um, Also, you know, uh, you know, let's play two sides of the coin here. Also sounds like an awful lot of work. Is that, is, am I getting the right impression there? (laughs) No, uh, it's probably a lot of work for me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's okay. We're not worried about that. (laughs) But the, I mean, yeah, not for the people participating. Um, I've set it up so that you can register um, and uh, you can select um, the subjects or the initiatives or uh, strategic um, actions that we are going to deliver and then um, when I uh, f- uh, get all everything organized basically I'll then email all those people and say would you like to come and participate in this workshop they'll generally be about you know one to two hours maybe some might go over that and what I'll essentially do is um, give everyone the background information um, that they need to inform their ideas um, and then we will facilitate um, open discussion with those those participants on the subject. Okay. Well, that sounds that sounds doable. Um, you know, I'll, I'll confess that I, I went through the registration process recently, and it didn't take all that long. Uh, so that was interesting. And I found that some of the, uh, you know, and this is just me speaking personally, I found that some of the areas uh, that you're asking for input on were were quite interesting. Uh, and there's certainly things that I felt that I could contribute to. Um, whether anyone else in the group thinks that my contribution is worthwhile is different uh, a different story. But but I, I thought that I might have something to say there. Yeah, I think. I think what this does is it focuses um, the workshop and the participants on a particular action that we need to deliver. Yep. 
Um, and what we're looking at is for people to really feel comfortable to express their ideas, their methods of delivering. It could be um, more, it could be discussing either an opportunity within that action plan item. It could be some challenges. It could be that someone wants to get more involved with that from a time perspective. Um, so certainly um, all councils have a challenge around um, meeting the consultation expectations of communities. Um, and we're certainly uh, well aware of that at Glenninus 7 Council and that's the output of our uh, external customer survey as well that we do every couple of years. So yeah, this is really uh, an opportunity for the community to just work with us collaboratively, openly, respectfully um, and, and contribute to how we deliver those action items. Um, and therefore, it's just constant collaboration and communication um, with our community. Okay. Well, that makes a lot of sense to me. I, I mean, I personally, I mean, as you know, 2CBD here is a community organisation and, and I think we're a very successful one. And I think the reason that we're a successful organisation, uh, obviously on a much smaller level than council, but the reason that we're a successful organisation is that we are open uh, and we accept ideas uh, from anyone within the organisation and outside of it. Uh, and we give them a genuine mechanism to do that um, so I, I would absolutely encourage any organization in this case council to do the same and it sounds like you're doing that um, now Margaret you, you've mentioned a lot uh, a couple of times now action items can we maybe just cover off what some of those are yeah absolutely um, there are there are quite a few um, and you know, it's really part of the registration process is getting an understanding of you as a community member as well in terms of your experience and education and, um, you know, where you sit in terms of uh, your collaborative behaviour. Uh, so <laughs> I just thought I'd add that one in before we go into subjects. Um, but one of them is uh, housing now and in the future. Um, so I'm looking to put a request for quote out uh, to do a housing assessment and future strategy. So that's one project. One of the elements of uh, improving livability in a community is obviously having the housing stock that people can actually move into, whether that be rental or whether it be um, purchasing. Mm. Uh, so and, that's and a hot issue at the moment too. Absolutely so. a hot issue at the moment. If we don't have, the, um, for instance, the rental stock available to give families or people moving the opportunity to try us out, uh, then that could be a barrier to people moving here as well. No, absolutely. And, and I'll just give a personal anecdote on that. I, I moved here from from a large city um, probably just on four years ago now um, and that's actually the first thing we did is we uh, we didn't look at a rental house, house but we re uh, rented a, a cabin at one of our wonderful caravan parks for a couple of weeks and spent some time in the community and that was actually how we made the decision that this was the place for us by just immersing ourselves in the community and wandering up and down the main street and, and essentially living as if we lived here for a couple of weeks. As you say, if that opportunity isn't available, well, we could potentially lose someone as amazing as me. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we wouldn't want to do that either. <laughs> so one of the other ones is events and experiences. So looking at, 
product development. And as you you might be aware that the place-based approach to economic development is to really look after the community first and then as a an additional reward have a, a tourism attraction uh, that can help um, with the visitor experience and people staying longer, spending more, etc. Um, so that's a really open category uh, where we might look at, um, you know, community groups might come into that and say, well, you know what, we, we really want a motorsports complex. Uh, we would look at that and other ideas. We would debate them. We would um, go, okay, what are the next steps? You know, we need to frame this up. Do we need to do a business case? Is there any funding available? Um, who could who could organise this, that and the other? Okay, sure. Now, that makes a lot of sense. Um, and, and as you say, I mean, the, the, the more people we can attract to town and the more that we can get them to spend while they're here, well, well everybody's better off. So that's great. Um, something else that I've seen just in, 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 in the action items there, and I don't want to take away from any order that you've got things in, is, uh, is opportunities in relation to the New England Rail Trail. Now, I understand that that's generating a lot of um, discussion in our community, and we'll probably have a chat to a few different people over the next few weeks about that, uh, because there's there are two sides to that uh, that discussion, and we'd like to cover both of them. Uh, but absolutely, something worth having a discussion about on uh, on the level that you're talking about. Yeah, well, this one um, gives uh, the community uh, a, a way of working with council. Um, you know, during any construction or any conversations around how the community can be involved in future management. So at the moment, we, uh, Glenna Seven Council and Armidale Council, have separate uh, applications in for grant funding. Um, that's an opportunity that's come up um, as a result of bushfires and stimulus uh, packages from the state and federal governments. So... Really, this is to, you know, should that funding go through, then um, that's to fund the construction. But there's a lot of work to be done during that construction phase on, you know, how we market it, how we position it, how we attract more businesses, how we get the the most out of that rail trail. Um, Because the two other pilot rail trails in other communities are actually having some really, really good results for those communities that they run through. That's uh, that's good news for us, I guess. If that's the path that we uh, could potentially be going down, all things uh, all things going well. Uh, Margot, we're just going to take a quick break so we can hear hear a word from our sponsors. Um, you're happy to stick around for a few minutes? Sure. Lovely. We'll speak to you shortly. Thanks for staying tuned to us here with Two CBD, David. With you, still chatting with uh, with Margot Davis from Glen and the Seven Council. We've been having a, a uh, interesting and enlightening discussion about what's called the Grow Gleninus Think Tank. Um, now, now, when I hear the word think tank, I think you know, federal government, lots of money and consultants and not much happening. But from what you've been telling me, that's not really the case this time around. No, uh, it's not the case. I mean, this is a localised think tank. It's drawing on the experience and knowledge and interest of the local community. Um, It's there to come up with ideas on how to deliver the action items because there's lots of ways to deliver an action in a strategy. Um, Coming up with how we do that has generally been something that council have done on their own or or through some community consultation, but this actually brings that consultation right to the forefront. Um, So before we even, you know, when we're looking at that action item, we're going, okay, let's, let's through the think tank talk about how we could deliver that. 
Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Just, again, you've mentioned quite a few of the action items there, uh, and some of them are, uh, I mean, I've had a look at through through some of them. Some of them are very, very practical now type of projects. Some of them are looking very far into the future, which I think is great. Uh, an example of one, and I'm sure there'll be lots of people with some uh, lots of different thoughts about it, is, is local job programs and workplace attraction. Now, uh, I guess the first thing anyone would say that is, is if we want more people to move to Glendinus, there needs to be something for them to do when they get here (laughs) (laughs) yeah and it's so funny uh you know attending the regional australia institute conference the other week there's fifty four thousand jobs in regional australia okay part of the problem with um the perception that there aren't any jobs is is that a lot of the local jobs aren't advertised online and that's where they get these figures from they scrape it from digital job sites um, and job boards and and that's why you don't see a lot of it um, appearing or or, or or the perception from outside in um, is that there aren't any jobs here and, and I guess and, and to be fair if, if that is a perception and it's a fair perception if you don't know how the job market works in a small town that that would be something that would put somebody off possibly making a decision to, to live somewhere like Lemons. absolutely there's a two-prong issue there that especially if you're trying to attract working families if one um, partner gets the job then what does the other partner do and that's when um well i guess the beauty of that is that the cost of living is so low in glenness that they can stay home and be a housewife or husband but (laughs) maybe not everyone's goal (laughs) no well you know um no i think that there's 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 two solutions there and one's around um our community being remote work ready Um, and leveraging off that sort of COVID uh, trend that is uh, opening people's minds to being able to work from anywhere. So how Mm -hmm. about you take, you bring your job with you uh, is one way. Um, And also there are a lot of job opportunities that are happening um, that are are allowing or, or, or allowing in advance, you know, ticking that sort of remote ready box so you know this job is here but it we're remote ready um organization and you can work from anywhere so those opportunities are starting up but the local jobs program and workforce attraction um workshop will be delivering a research project um, that we have in train which is with RAI the Regional Australian Institute and that's looking into our current situation and our future workforce attraction strategy Um, so with that as well as the Highlands Hub community uh, hub which is being launched in the next couple of months that will have a digital platform on it that will help us address this perception and so what we will do is we will link that Um, the Highlands Business Hub with the Highlands Community Hub and have them talking to each other. So businesses can upload their jobs. Uh, Local job seekers can update a profile. So it'll be like a local digital um, jobs hub. Uh, And even the the job providers um, can put up their profiles and attract more um, candidates to the roles that they have on their books. Okay, that sounds uh, sounds interesting. I know that just, uh, again, just me spending time on the internet when I really should be doing more productive things. Uh, You do see in in local buy-sell swap groups, you'll see job ads there, but you'll also 
also see candidates there saying, hey, I'm looking for this, this is my experience. So uh, just to clarify, what you're saying is essentially putting all that in one place as opposed to it being ad hoc and all over the place at the moment. Well, those those social um, channels, they don't get scraped when, you know, the state and federal government are looking at, at sweeping where the jobs are from a digital platform point of view. Mm. So what this is is a focused effort to get everyone on the same page, looking at all the opportunities, seeking um, seeking careers locally, um, but also um, you know connecting youth with business. Um, you know, hopefully, we'll be going into initiatives in that group around mentoring, um, how, how we can link local business people or people with certain experiences in different, in different um, industries um, and getting them talking to the youth and saying, well, this is what it's really like out there. Is that something you still think you might be interested in? Uh, mm. So there's a lot of opportunities within that group around youth, um, around workforce skills, um, around you know more liaison with um, TAFE and what programs are needed locally. So that's quite broad, that one, but we will have some strategic direction um, to inform the group uh, on, on that subject. Okay. Well, look, thanks for clarifying. Um, I guess at the end of the day, what we're looking at here is is primarily uh, branching off from like 13 action items, uh, which is a lucky number. So good. <laughs> that's, that's a good thing. I um, didn't do that on purpose, funnily enough. <laughs> that's fine. Look, we could, Margot, we could ch- probably chat about this all morning and, and off air we probably will. Um, but if someone wanted to find out more or even register uh, or, or at least see what's involved in registering, what, what or how or, or who or all of those questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, the best link to go to is glenniniswhighlands.com forward slash local dash business. Uh, that's actually where all of our, our local business initiatives are. Uh, if you can remember that one. If you can't, just <laughs> email me at mdavis uh, at gisc.newsouthwales.gov.au or go on to our Glenniness Highlands Facebook page. It's also on Council's Facebook page. Um, and on council's website under economic development. So lots of places that you can go and find the registration link. It's a very simple SurveyMonkey registration process. Um, I'd encourage everyone um, to go on, register, even if you're not really sure um, that you could spend the time. Um, We're really looking for to draw on our community all of the experience um, to work with us. So, So please do register and you can make the decision to attend later on okay so by registering you're not signing up to someone you know knocking on your door and grabbing you and handcuffing you and, and no you know, dragging you into, into <laughs> that, a would, that would be illegal and highly inappropriate although very entertaining in entertaining cases. in a way yes but you know it's just like come on come on come and help like you know it's it it's a new way of doing things i get that don't be scared don't be shy we want introverts we want extroverts we want creative people we want you know people who you know are willing to have a have a go and and have a say and as you've pointed out, and this is my, my impression of it, whether it, whether you're someone who wants to uh, really get your, your hands dirty and get into something or whether you're just someone who wants to sit there and contribute an idea and then walk away from it, I guess, absolutely. would that be okay? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Great. Excellent. Well, Margot, thanks so much for that. I would repeat the, uh, the, the website link, but I, I have forgotten <laughs> it already, so I might ask you to do that for me. It's um, glenninishighlands.com forward slash local dash business. 
great. And as you said, the uh, Glen Innes Highlands and, and Glen Innes Seven Council where Facebook pages have that link as well yeah. and more information. Thanks so much for coming and joining us this morning. You're welcome. Um, you've done very, very well putting up with me before I've had my morning coffee. Um, <laughs> and hopefully we'll speak again soon. Thanks so much, David. Thanks, Cheers. guys. Bye. Thanks, Margot.